How's it going, Evan? Uh, good. It's week six of self-isolation. It is week six of self-isolation for us here, I believe. Yeah, the, uh, the... It's hard to, hard to keep track of time. It's difficult to even keep track of dates. Yeah, well, uh, Animal Crossing turnips are on sale on Sunday morning, so I can figure out when Sundays are. Oh, because, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. just wanted to say that just to just to annoy you. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it worked. Don't worry. Uh, not a huge Animal Crossing fan, but hey, whatever. To each their own. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I actually went to one of our listeners' islands to sell turnips last week. Oh, nice, nice. Because I... it sent, sent a message saying I could make a ton of money. I did not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I chose not to do that. Well, that's your problem. You're it still is, working, so you have things to do. Choice. It was a personal choice. Uh, this is EDH Rec. You guys are listening to, uh, we are the podcast about Finite Commander, and it seems not actually playing Commander. But hey, we, we started. We'll talk about that. Uh, we're on episode, I want to say 44, but... I believe it's 44. Like the days, I've completely lost track, because this used to be a weekly podcast. And <laughs> now it's turned into a whenever we can do it podcast. Yeah, and I, I feel like our listeners are like, come on, how hard is it to record a podcast when you're stuck at home? But it's actually tough because our families are, we can't just avoid them anymore. Yeah, well, then that's what I was saying. I was like, I was talking to a friend of mine online about it, and he was asking when the next episode was coming up. And I said, I don't know. Like, you would think that with with you sitting at home, literally with no job, and me yeah. going straight from work to home and not leaving my house, we could find a way to do it. Completely wrong. <laughs> I've yeah, never had a more difficult time lining things up in my life. <laughs> yeah, we used to just sort of be like, uh, "This person's running errand. We'll go hide in your basement." Yeah, you know, um, no one runs an errand. Or you come, you come by after work before my partner gets home from work, and we'll do it. But now, like everyone's here, so it's like, uh, can I get an hour that people try not to make too much noise? Yeah, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. Uh, we can't really beat around the bush too much today, though. We have a lot for this episode. Yes, uh, we do. But uh, I was also, since we start with sort of whatever before we get to it, well, we're, what we're going to do is talk about some deck lists here. I thought there's two things we need to talk about. Uh, one is that we figured out how to play Commander, uh, and two is Ecoria uh, slightly about the release date and yeah. our upcoming episodes. So I thought at start we should mention that uh, we have figured out how to play Commander online. We have been playing over Discord. Yeah, we figured out how to play over Discord. We figured out how to use phones as webcams. It's not perfect. Uh, I keep having to sort of put aside certain decks because they have cards that aren't that helpful. Yeah, uh, no, I was going through one of my decks and it, it ended up having a Sadistic Sacrament and a Praetor's Grasp, and I was like, yeah, these can't be done. Yep, uh, people are uh, losing because they're forgetting that they stole a creature <laughs> and that it's not on their board. Uh, I laughed that I Darksteel Mutation something, and it was just like, I'll just put this Darksteel Mutation on my board and try to remember what it's stuck to. Well, I cast a, I cast in one of the first games, um, Rise of the Dark Realms, and took everyone's graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Everyone was like, ah, oh, how are we going to do this? And I have a big giant stack of sticky notes, but then I realized writing out every creature was terrible. Yeah. And then I board wiped like a turn later. So yeah, the very next turn. <laughs> Just to make your life harder. That was, that was a fun game. But yeah, I think I've played three nights now. Yeah. I've, I've, done, two? I've done two. It's been good. And I guess I don't, we may regret this, but uh, we have been playing with a couple listeners through Discord. If uh, people are interested, 
yeah, yeah. If you if you're listening and you want to jump in, let us know, and uh, we'll put you in the group, and you can. You can yeah, we just sort of set up a game group so you can just sort of message people, and if everyone's playing, just find whatever group's got empty uh, empty space. And if you don't know how to set up your uh, camera as a webcam, send us a message. Uh, it took us a while, but we figured out a couple applications that work. Yes, we did. A droid cam is working the best for me personally. Yeah, it's working it's for pig on on the on the power. Oh yeah, like I'm pretty sure like one hour uses like thirty percent of my battery on my phone. But uh, oh, it's it's crazy. <laughs> and then and then the setup you have to do to have like a computer and your phone and your play mat and and then have to plug your phone in and uh, anyway, um, it's less graceful if anyone could see you trying to play, but it looks pretty good on the camera. It comes up pretty well. I mean, I won't I won't uh, deny that there's been some points where you're like. Especially when people start talking and you're trying to get information, you're just like, "Hello, can you show me the card there?" No, not you. The next guy, yeah, you. Yeah. Can you show me that card. But luckily, yeah. Discord organizes the screens in the same order for everyone. So. Well, I've discovered it's it's done alphabetically. So uh, if you want to be first, just or if you don't want to be next to the blue player, just change your name to something that's alphabetically off. But it is good because it's in the same order, so everyone can just be like, uh, just go, go in turn order and it's easy yeah. to spot. Yeah, we just usually keep it where that is and then roll the dice and see who, who goes first and go from there. It's, it's, actually, it's actually pretty easy. Once you yeah. get all the, the tech part down, I guess, Yeah. if you don't have a webcam like the rest of us and you're stuck in <laughs> that doesn't have webcams anymore, um, once you get that part done, the rest of it's actually smooth sailing. Discord, I find, is an amazing setup for this. They're very easy, just a button. Yeah, there. and the advantage is most of the cards you know. Uh, I was playing against someone who was playing, a, I guess, shout out to one of our listeners here. He's playing a pirate deck, and I told him, I was like, the worst part about your deck is I don't know what any of these cards are, so you keep having to show them to me. <laughs> yeah, no, keep having to look them up. I had no idea what he was playing at any given time. I was just like, uh, okay, so this is the one time you should be playing Staples. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so we have a couple deck lists to go over today. Five of them, I believe. Yes, yeah, we got a whole lot because we've been putting out a request for them. And then we, the, the weird thing is, is that we put out the request every every week, every episode, and then all of a sudden we'll get like, like these all came within like a three day span. Yeah, I know. We we're like hey, five. I think we had one for like a while, and then we we're like, "Hey, we could use some more, Nathan. Yeah. We could use some more, Nathan. We could use some more. All of them. All of them. Oh, now we have like, now oh. we have almost too many. So we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll try to talk quickly about them. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna just jump into this. Then I guess I guess we'll start with the one that I have open on my screen because it's here. How's that sound? Are you okay? Yes. With- oh, oh yeah. I guess we should talk about our, our tech issues here. My mic may just randomly get super loud or super quiet. I have no idea why. And also uh, it pops and booms. That's just me moving around. Um, <laughs> and the other thing is uh, Brian has helpfully shared his screen via uh, Zoom, and I can't access it because my computer doesn't want to maximize Zoom for me. That's so uh, actually I'm starting to notice it's in the corner. Anyway, I, I couldn't even begin to explain what's wrong with my computer right now. So uh, Brian's <laughs> going to have it on the screen, and I am going to pretend I can see it. Okay, Wait. Right. I'm getting close. I might be able to find it. I will hopefully not accidentally close this down, though. All right. Well, then just, the, just keep talking. I don't even know which one you have open. I love it. I love it. This is uh, this is. You know what? Sometimes too much truth is 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 hurtful. <laughs> We're going to talk first about Dromar the Banisher. 
Sweet. Ah, oh, I got it working. Oh, sweet. You can see my screen now? I got the screen and it Yay. didn't accidentally exit out. All right, nice. Dromar. Yes, I have this one here. All right, Dromar the Banisher is the 6-6 Esper dragon from the, uh, what, I can't remember the set, Plane Shift or something like that. One of those, one of those older sets. Uh, one of the 6-6 dragons that Planner Chaos sort of dealt with afterwards. Yeah. And this guy is the blue one. So whenever he deals damage to a player, you may pay two and a blue combat damage. You may pay two and a blue. If you do, you wipe away a color of all creatures. Yes. So choose a color, return all creatures of that color to their owner's hand. Extremely powerful in my book. Yeah, That's this is powerful. the weird cycle where they decided that 7-7 seven, seven was too good, so they made them all 6-6s. Six, it's like they knew Commander was coming in 15 years, <laughs> and they said there's no way we can allow these dragons to be a three-shotter. Yeah. Um, so uh, in the message that was sent by our listener here, he basically said that his idea was to play colorless uh, so that he could bounce anything uh, because you can't pick colorless. It's not a color. So it doesn't, it's not like, oh, I made a white deck and then now if I play a white player, I'm screwed. Uh, my first thought is he has an awful lot of non-colorless cards in his colorless deck. But every um, one of them, so all of his creatures have an effect when they come into play. Yeah, and I think that's maybe the idea is that they're, well, okay, Burnished Heart doesn't, but that's... It's also colorless. You can't, like, yeah. Blood Gift Demon doesn't, but at the same time, he's just... He's just trying to get card draw on ramp. Yeah. So it's like a lot of them are either ninjas or Ixdrum, which is an amazing play. I love that card. Uh, yeah, I think my note on Ixdrum was Ixdrum gets rid of colors, so they can't be bounced. But I guess that's fine because it <laughs> makes them all two twos. <laughs> it also just straight up kills generals. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, like that seems to defeat the purpose, but I guess uh, it still works. Aldrin is a weird play in my books, only because it doesn't really flow with what Dromar is trying to do, and you don't want to bounce a seven drop to your hand. No. Well, that's what I mean is, is my first thought was like, Hey, you have no big Eldrazi. Maybe that's a point. Um, I don't play them either, but, um, I, I was expecting Eldrazi. Uh, and there's the, the two Kozilek are the only Eldrazi I play. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't see a whole lot of them, but you know, I like the idea of doing this sort of colorless, uh, bounce, whatever you want. Um, it's, it's a very controlled deck, but I guess that's cause it's Esper. Yeah, and then he runs, he has seven Planeswalkers in them, of which Soren, Solemn Visitor, and Tamiyo, Moonsage are two straight-up beasts. Well, yeah, Soren Markov there as well that, you know, yeah, go to 10 right. life. Yeah, yeah. That's, we've <laughs> talked about that power before. On that's a, that's a little <laughs> beyond the pale for Commander. But, uh. Yeah, that one's uh, pretty brutal. Um, let's see, my uh, I've got it on my phone here. Um, I, I had a couple ones that I was, you know, questioning uh briberies in the deck it's a good card but i'm not sure it's really on theme the only um, problem with bribery is that if you hit one of their creatures you'll bounce it back to their hand yeah exactly <laughs> so so unless so you they're solemn which i'm sure they're running or something like that yeah so i wasn't that'd be one that uh if if i could talk to this person uh would be i mean we we should get these people on to talk about their decks at some point um That'd be really fun to just be like, hey, come on and <laughs> have a conversation. The organizing would be a nightmare, though. Um, <laughs> the one, the but, one. Uh, yeah, so, so bribery seemed kind of. The other one I thought was uh, strange is there's a couple Sphinxes that are fine, but I just wasn't sure why. There's uh, the Sphinx of, is it Jarwar Isle? Yeah, you've got it right there. Yeah. Fine. It's a top deck matters one. It's the one with Shroud. You can look at your top card, but I just wasn't 
sure why it's in the deck beyond that a 5-5 flyer with Shroud is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. The one that, that confused me, that one that one's fine. I mean, it's people play, play, look at the top card of your deck, and it ends up sounding a lot better than it is. Um, the one that confused Well, it's good because you can be like, in response, I look at my top card. Keep going. Is this card, the Haunted of Seeing Winds. Yeah, it's just a draw card. It's a five-drop draw card. You could run Phyrexian Arena, and it seems like he's not bouncing black in this deck because of Shieldred, uh, because of the Blood Gift Demon. It seems like it would be the last sort of stop for him. So if you run yeah. Phyrexian Arena, you won't risk, you know, although it does only wipe away creatures, but still. I was going to say, it's only creatures. Isn't it's it? a three-drop instead of a five-drop. If he was running even one other Honden, this would be effective. More yeah, I was, I was thinking like... Um... What's the Ixala one that uh, it works the same way as long as you have the city's blessing? Kamana's blessing or whatever? Yeah, like that yeah. one's like a three drop. Yeah, that's a four drop, I think, but I think it has flash. I'm not 100% sure. Yes, yeah, uh, it does. But it lets everyone draw a card until you get the blessing and then only you draw the card. Yeah. So things like that would probably be a better upgrade for this. The Honden is just over-costed for what it does if you're not running it or cheating it into play. Well, if, if you're running all the Hondens because you want to be silly, then go ahead. But yeah. uh, the problem with the Hondens is they're over-costed on the assumption that um, they have to be cost-effective even if you have more of them. Yeah. So one of them is usually worse. You need two or three of them before they're really good. Yeah, no, now, I mean, you run all three of them, and arguably he's in the best three, black, white, blue uh you know discard card draw cards gain life like those are probably the three best i would i would run at least one more probably the white one maybe the black one shred people's hands but um apart from that the rest of them are are pretty the coffin given the bounce theme i think shredding people's hands is fair yeah definitely uh coffin purge was a was a weird one for me i mean i could see its appeal for sure Uh, yeah i've never seen this in the game Ever. I assume that's a meta thing. Like he's playing you know, against people yeah. who have a lot of graveyard stuff. Yeah, that that would be my assumption too. Uh, huge fan of this bad boy right here, Memory Plunder. <laughs> that card's great. It's probably one of my favorite cards ever, ever printed. Like the idea of just picking someone's best sorcery out of the yard and recasting it for you is awesome. Yeah. Uh, Tragic Slip is always a card. I just don't like Tragic Slip personally. I think there's better kill spells, but. People do tend to like it. And Undermine is a little overcosted for what it does in Commander. Yeah, the losing three life isn't that critical. <laughs> no, like that's, you know, if I'm playing in, if I'm playing 20 card, you know, or 20 life, that's one thing. Three life can be significant. Commander, though, it's just more of an annoyance. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Anyway, and overall, uh, my only other sort of note was that there's lots of sort of icing effects uh, and like lockdown. Um, This looks like a very strong control deck with a 6-6 flyer that can get through. And um, I assume it's it's a pretty good deck. It looks to be pretty, to me, it it would look pretty dangerous. Like if I was facing this deck, the the only upside you would have against it is that a lot of his creatures here or high casting cost. Yeah, and so the first thought I think would be <laughs> maybe maybe lower the casting cost of some of those. Like Ruin Scare Demons, great, but how many times are you gonna cast a seven drop? You could just run Demonic Tutor in its place. Chances are you're probably not going to be recasting the seven drop over and over again unless the game's gone sideways for everyone. Yes. <laughs> so 
I would I would just flip that guy out for a tutor or like something small that does something like a in the he has the baleful yeah. something in that vein that'll do something when it hits play or or has an effect. Yeah, it'd be super good just to have like, you know, just cheap little things that you can build up and uh I would actually there. aim for more card draw, I'll be honest. Well, that's what I think some of these cards are related to. Um get all that white card draw in there. All that weathered Wayfarer would be fine in this deck. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so the, uh, the overall, though, I think this would be a pretty potent deck, especially once it got online. Like, it's a it's yeah. high casting cost, but if if you manage to get there, you would you would have a difficult time losing, I think. Yeah, well, it's got, like, the Planeswalkers, so you can bounce the threat creatures that can get to your Planeswalkers, so it allows you to build up your Planeswalkers. Uh, Six <laughs> counterspells, it's got a lot of counterspells, Rift, yeah. like, his instants are all made for, or her, I don't actually know who sent this, but uh, don't know the person. Um, I've lost track. Uh, every one of these people, we have like an email and a name, but I didn't copy them into my notes, so I have no idea who they are. I think this one was from someone who who's not in our Discord, not part of our, it's a Twitter. Okay. I believe this is from Twitter. Um, okay. The the instants are all spot on. Like there's nothing there that I wouldn't run or wouldn't, wouldn't yeah. you're seeing like someone drop on me, like Dream Fracture, I don't even I didn't, I didn't even know that was a card, but that's a great card. <laughs> yeah, it's from uh, Conspiracy. It's canceled, but uh, each person gets to draw a card. Yeah. It's, it's, it, and that's that's the kind of weird thing in this one is it has a bunch of those weird kind of card draw. Like there's a Staff and Nim, and there's a Sensei's Dividing Top, and there's a Mind's Eye. There's an attempt to draw cards. Um, but I don't know. There's a Ristic Study, but like a Mystic Remora, maybe. I would think about swapping out the Journeyer's Kite 2 for the um... – the the flip one that turns into a maze. Yeah, that's Adding true. Us. I was I was thinking if they need, noise. yeah, if you need mana, put um, uh, what's the one that comes in and looks for one Pilgrim's Eye. Pilgrim's Eye. Yeah. See, I you don't can like put that. Because, I guess it's colorless. You'll never bounce it. Never mind. Yeah, but yeah, those are the only two things that I would do is maybe put in a Weathered Wayfarer and flip the Journeyer's Kite for and flip Haunted. Apart from that, though, this deck would be terrifying to face. Yeah, yeah, I think this would be uh, pretty tough. Uh, you'd have to come at it quickly because it clearly it's going to take a while to build up. Yeah, it definitely, definitely. Like, there's not a lot of early drops he can put out to to stop you from just beating him. The yeah. only problem with that is that if you don't kill him before he gets online, you're probably the target. <laughs> yeah, but this feels like a deck that uh, you play against, like, a bigger threat and people ignore you because you haven't played a lot early and then people regret that. But then they can't take you out early because then the faster decks just destroy them. I'd actually probably put in Swiftfoot here too. Put a little protection on the commander. Yeah. Oh, there's see the, uh, your favorite worn power stones there. Hey man, there's nothing wrong with a little worn power stone. <laughs> <laughs> what about, um, what's the draw one, the four drop, the Hadron? Oh, Hadron Archive. Oh, just the best. Just the that best. One, that might be good if uh, he's looking for some card draw. Yeah, I'd probably put that over the worn power stone actually, even though I love worn power stone. I um, hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I really power, like the Mind's the power, Eye. Locks yeah, on Warhammer is a Mind's Eye is actually a better card than people give it credit for. It's just it it's a five drop, and then you have to pay. But it's so good. Once, but you get to choose. It's not like it's not like Ristic Study where you're bothering people, which he yeah. has too, which is a great play too. But like Mind's Eye is you you pick. So if you need the mana for something else, just save it. If you don't, then you can draw cards whenever your opponent does. It's yeah, exactly. You know, and no one's really going to focus on it. Like, it's not a huge deal. Yeah. 
you know, so, and you can sit there and just low key get really big hands out of it. Yeah. But overall, yeah. no, I give, uh, I give this a really, a really, yeah, this is the NHIZ. Yeah. This is a, this is from Twitter. Uh, I, I think this deck's great. I'm yeah. a pretty big fan of what he is doing here. Uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. And I would be interested in seeing it play out against someone. Maybe yeah. not, but someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it looks brutal. Uh, All right, let's move on to the next one. The next yeah. one is Riel the Everwise. Oh, yeah. So this is a, a, a buddy of ours who was like, well, I was like, well, we haven't talked about Ikoria, but I guess if you send an Ikoria general, we'll have to. So, uh, so, so I, and, and all cards on the table, no, no pun intended. I haven't actually looked at any Ikoria cards yet because there's really no point for me. I'm just going to get upset if there's something good. So I've uh, looked a bit, but I will say that my thoughts on this deck, I don't think I have one card from Ikoria listed, but I don't think this card fits into Ikoria very well. Yeah, so this is the 03 Human Wizard, one and is it, uh, Reality Everwise, when he gets plus one, plus oh for each instant sorcery in your graveyard. Whenever you uh, discard one or more cards for the first time, each turn draw that many cards yeah so uh this one's been getting a lot of uh praise people are excited for it uh, a buddy of ours uh, helpfully pointed out that uh, it works really well with bazaar of baghdad so my so, first suggestion yes. deck tech get a bazaar of baghdad for this deck yes. my first suggestion for this deck <laughs> is to drop you know a couple grand and uh, pick up that sweet bazaar of baghdad that no other deck runs yeah that's uh so i mean it is pretty good but uh yeah to be uh, fair drawing five cards is a pretty good deal <laughs> or yeah, i think it's a i think it's a good three. budget uh, you draw a card discard two or is it draw two discard three i think it's draw it's because there's the the magus the bizarre and that one's yeah. draw two discard three so this would be so bizarre basic dad would be the same so it's draw two discard three draw three yeah so um, you essentially just draw five cards and pitch three into your yard well, I think you have to do it in the same order. So I think you still have to draw two, then discard three, then draw three. That's fine. Okay. That's, I think, the biggest problem with this commander is a bunch of people are trying to, try to shortcut it. And you you need to... I believe the card's working is when you discard, you draw. So you still have to do the discard first. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I did notice that there's no Wheel of Fortune here either. I mean, what does this guy do? <laughs> two grand. Well, well, as Twitter informs me today, I'm pretty sure Wheel of Fortune just spiked to double its price uh, last night. Um, <laughs> so instead of it being like $100, they're like $200 now. Nice. Uh, so so Wheel of Fortune is becoming like bag of, uh, Bizarre Baghdad here. Um, yes. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, this one is... Look, I'll, I'll give you my thoughts because you clearly haven't hit where I did when I went through this list. Um, the idea of this deck is just to use all the sort of uh, draw discard effects to gain more draw because they're under under costed when they're draw discard. So this gives you more draw so you can take advantage of that. The problem is, how do you win with it? Oh, there you go. You just found it. Oh, so, I, I saw them uh, all. <laughs> so, so my notes were sort of things like, you know, my first one was like, there's Echo of Eons, and I wasn't sure if like cards like that that get rid of your graveyard were that helpful because you get um, the creature gains uh, a bonus for your instance of sorcerers in your graveyard. Uh, and then I thought uh, my next one I found was a uh, Burning Inquiry was uh, a great turn one play. True. Uh, <laughs> just really screw with people. But then I saw the Lab Man, and my notes were Get Out, and then my next one I saw the Oracle, and I said, I'm done with this list. <laughs> 
And then the last one is way down here in the Planeswalker, which is, of course, Chase. Yeah, I so, didn't even have the energy to write about Chase. As, oh. as, as good as this may be, uh, <laughs> I cannot give it any kind of stamp of approval because it is just going for the lazy man's win. Of <laughs> and that's the problem. Echoes the- of, Echo of Aeons, too, will not trigger his power because you shuffle your hand in graveyard. You don't even discard your hand. Yeah, so so, so I think that was just a, a misread. Um, yeah, I don't see a time spiral in there. Uh, <laughs> by the way, I hate How much I hate money trying do you to. Got to spend on a deck that we're about to trash because it's Lab Man win. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's my problem with Lab Man is there's so many times that a commander comes out and you're like, well, this is a Lab Man one. It's like it's its own archetype that is like, like, is Commander? Do you do like? Is it like combo? Uh, you know, go wide, Voltron, and Labman are those like the four types of of commander decks? That's it. Yeah, and and this is a Labman deck. Um, yes, which is irritating. But I don't even know if it is because you have to you have you still have to combo like any other deck. Like you're not really going to draw discard a hundred damn cards. It's going to take a while. No, well, the things that the things that are are so what I would do if I were him is that I would uh, lean heavily, more heavily into blue, cut down his red sources, and run a high tide so you could technically just go off in one turn. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'd run... That, you could run everyone's favorite enchantment, uh, Dream Halls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because Dream Halls could... in this deck legit works because you're just pitching instants and sorceries into your, into your graveyard. That's like, true, because that's discarded card, isn't it? It is. There's absolutely no reason not to have Dream Halls in here. You pitch a card of the same color, play a card of that color. Like So what you need is um, the one that gets rid of all the lands in your deck. Uh, that's uh, Mana Severance, yep. And then drop Dream Halls. And then win the game. And then as long as you're basically only playing blue, uh, you'll get to play your whole deck because every card you draw will be blue. Yeah. Unless you hit some artifacts, but just Try not to play them. Well, in a, uh, like, let's look at this. Let's look. So, <laughs> does he need the red? So, avaricious dragon? No, you can do better for four. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think this is a budget bro of it, but yeah. No, that's fine. But let's just let's just let's just look sure. at it from perspective. Bedlam Reveler definitely unneeded. Uh, I don't People know. like that car. I've never been a big fan of it. But I mean, if you just want to lean into blue, is there anything mm. here that we are going to miss? You're gonna miss uh, like past in flames and underworld Magus breach is pretty sweet and the Magus of the wheel and the other wheels. You and can faithless keep looting because he's blue. You put the other Niv Mizzet in over the part uh, the Perrin over the Magus of the wheel. Uh, yeah, maybe. And now you're down to no red creatures. This guy's weird. I don't even like him. But um, <laughs> what the surly badger sword? <laughs> it's it's great. It's great flavor. <laughs> <laughs> you just made the whole internet hate you. So, <laughs> so you, you drop three red creatures, you throw in three more blue creatures or three more blue spells. All of a sudden, you don't have to worry about that. You Your problem is like water. Faithless Looting and all the other ones like uh, Thrill of Possibility are super sweet. Yeah, they're fine. Maybe you keep one or two red cards over there because you do want to get a wheel. But uh, you get rid of Jaya Ballard. You throw in... Who cares? Like, who's that other Dak Faden type guy? Uh, the one where you can get a bunch of extra turns. Throw him in there. Who cares? You flip uh, coins. Uh, who's that Planeswalker? Oh, uh, Raul something. Yeah. Raul. Yeah, Raul. Throw him in there. Who cares? 
you're leaning so heavily into blue chaos warp. I don't even agree with that in Lizard deck because blue does have better removal, oddly enough. Yeah. Yeah, you're a big fan of Chaos Warp belongs in a red deck and only a red deck because it has nothing else. And any other color combination, there's a better card out there. There is. It's like it's like Generous Gift. When I see people play Generous Gift in a, like a Celestia deck, I kind of turn my head sideways and say, huh, what are you doing? <laughs> like, uh, Dangerous Wager, just, who, like, that's fine. Keep that. It's an instant. But, like, you can trim this down to probably, like, Firestorm. Go away. Um, I mean, Firestorm's kind of funny, but yeah. Firestorm is kind of funny, but the only funny time is at the beginning of the game when your commander's not out. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, it, the thing with this deck, uh, the weird build with it is you have that bunch of cards you don't care about because you're still going to have to pitch them all. Yes. So you can't. So get it's like when I was trying card. to build that, that Chromat deck and the ability was to discard a card, but like half the deck has to be random garbage I don't care about discarding. <laughs> Yeah, like, because everything in here is, is value that you want to hit. And you're not going to, like, are you pitching disallow? No, you're holding it. Like, yeah. uh, I feel I'm, I'm shitting on this deck more because it's running this piece of garbage, Lab Man. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, here, here's my thought, sort of thoughts on it. If you want to go uh, Lab Man, yeah, you're probably right. You should go Dream Halls um, and minimize, minimize your colors and play Mana Severance uh, and just go hard into it. Um, the other side is just go Voltron because this thing does get a power every time you put one in your graveyard yes, and then just yeah. put essentially just put I don't know 15 like put like 15 Voltron cards in your deck and the rest just draw discard cards and all you do is just churn through your deck well, to he find has those Voltron pieces and just crush someone he put the random rune chanters pike which is straight Voltron like yeah is that your other win condition because he can be blocked. Like, it doesn't give him trample or anything. Yeah. So, like, if you did that, and you know, you could take extra turns to go gain combat steps, or just take extra combat steps, you could probably crush people with just like how many faithless lootings can you put in your deck? Yeah. Yeah. You um, could. That's right. You could just lean the other way, go heavy red, run a whole bunch of uh, like trigger attack steps again. Yeah. And give this guy indestructible with like dark steel plate and trample, and then just start crushing people. Just right into their face everything flash but this is the flashback channel that's what this is that's true yeah because you could discard and then flashback yeah um i would totally just run a flashback that this deck is flashback and then just have all those instants and sorceries in the air to be like you gonna come at me i have 17 spells in my hand like (laughs) (laughs) yeah um you know what it does lose to though leyland of the void (laughs) (laughs) yes That's why there's a chaos warp, obviously. True. <laughs> Single um, target rift that uh, Layla avoids. Yeah, I'm a, I'm I'm not a fan of Lab Man. So as soon as I saw that and the Oracle, especially the fist, like I am disappointed in the decision. <laughs> build this deck. Uh, yeah. But the general has definitely a lot of ways it can go. Uh, this seems to be the easiest, even on a budget. This one seems to be effective. Yeah, I, like I think this is a super. I don't think it's going to be budget because I think the general is going to be quite expensive. Uh, I'll talk about a choreo when we're finished here briefly. Um, but, uh, but what's cool is you just get to play like a bunch of crappy cards. Like, yeah, ideas unbound is amazing. Um, draw three cards, discard three and end of turn. So it's draw three and turn, discard three, draw three. Um, uh, but then it's just figuring it out. I would lean higher into, Voltron because I think it'd be fun um, and I 
don't like lab man and if you want to do lab man uh you got to burn through that deck faster yeah this doesn't do it fast enough for lab man now of course it will win everyone and this is of course the argument well no it can't do it it will do it it's really it's it's not really i mean if people leave you alone you'll probably win eventually with this uh but it's not it's not efficient enough or tight enough i think what's in here to really get there yeah you need that bizarre bag dad you're right you just you just need to drop you know a couple grand. Don't worry, like the deck instantly becomes better with two cards for twenty two hundred dollars or whatever it ends up being. I actually don't know how much a bizarre is. I'm assuming. I, I think it's about two thousand. Yeah. Uh, uh, so yeah. Again, for any listeners, we're Canadian, so. Yes. Not, when someone's like, "What are you talking about?" It's like fifteen hundred. It's like, yeah, that's like two thousand. Two thousand. Yeah. Money doesn't matter anymore. Anyway, it's all numbers on a screen now. They don't even take cash. That's, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I, uh, I I laugh that I have like cash on my wallet that I can't use. Is cash used in today's it, society anymore? It gives you the breakdown of the colors versus. Yeah. So, it. I mean. I think it'd be interesting to try to do dream halls all like blue, but I, I worry that you, I know, I know this is going to be controversial. You will miss the red. It is helpful in the deck. I know you don't agree with this. <laughs> well, I mean, I, like I said, I would probably keep up those red instants that are really good apart from chaos warp. I'd probably, and you want to leave, you want wheels, like regardless of how you build this deck, you're going to want wheels. So you're going to have to go red for the, the, the sorcery, the suspend wheel and the real wheel and, yeah. So you're going to want to keep a bit of red, but I would replace a lot of those red creatures with two-color creatures, maybe the copy spell guys, the, the guild mages, and then yeah. just start copying wheels all day. <laughs> True. If you're going to go that way, lean into it hard. Like, I don't see a reason to not... You're already a piece of shit for running the lab man. <laughs> so don't, don't back off that. Like, you know, own it. Live that life. All right, all right. Uh, for the lab man, new suggestion. They keep printing so many lab mans that they all become staples and your decks fall apart. Because at the moment, if you're running one, you should run all three. Yes, there's no reason not to. So if they print five more, then you've got five last cards you can run in a deck. True, true. But the the other the, the thing that I think they, they're doing, this is Brian's conspiracy hack going on. They're printing so many lab mans so that they can run a separate format of magic that's just lab man. Like... Uh, lab breaker yeah l- life totals are infinite you don't have a life total oh only a- alternate win cons lab man. yeah 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 no just lab man just lab man. right just lab man. we went over alternate win cons unfortunately lab man is still the most effective one it is unfortunately but yeah i think that they're, they're just uh that they're just gonna run a whole a whole type of game i just think they've given up and just admitted that blue sucks and can only win through a lab man effect or or Sagashima clones. Yeah, like 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 blue sucks. It can, it can't win a game. <laughs> it has to just solitaire itself. It can't yeah. beat other players. It can only beat itself. Your Tanawa beats people. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it kills. Uh, so overall, I think the commander looks fun. I think you could do better things with it, person. Uh, I think it's it's just it's just tuning it. Pick pick whatever theme you want. Pick Labman or pick Voltron, and go hard into either of those. Yeah, and get yourself another twenty five hundred dollars worth of cards. <laughs> get a wheel fortune. Get a bag bizarre Baghdad. Get uh, get a time twister while you're at it. Time I know it shuffles, but you, know, you might you, as well at that now point. You only have to you know fifty five six hundred six thousand uh, yeah. dollars. 
you know, get yourself a dream halls. That's cheap compared to what we were just talking about. That's only that's thirty-five dollars or something. That's true. That's true. Yeah, you should actually just get that one. Walk in the park. <laughs> uh, dream halls would be my one ad right now in this deck. You're gonna yeah. Grab your dream halls. Get rid of rune chanters. Pike. Put into dream halls. Uh, I, well, if you go Voltron, I'd keep the rune chanters pike because it's amazing. Like that's just awesome. No Bruch being in here. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, pitch your hand, counter a spell, draw a new hand. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, uh, 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 LED. You should get a uh, Lion's Eye Diamond too. Well, obviously, I don't know why it wasn't here in the first place. I didn't want to bring it up. I was so embarrassed. Uh. <laughs> the worst part is we have a buddy who owns all these cards, and I, I'm afraid he's going to make this deck. <laughs> it's always a fear. And it's going to be like a ten thousand dollar deck. I actually think that he is as as uh, dismissive of the lab effects as we are. Like I, I think he is too, but that's why he he will. It'll he'll just build be... it. He'll build it to beat other people's lab decks. That's the only time he'll ever play. Yeah, <clears throat> which is what he did with his Zer. You know, when he ran Shimmer Zer, he only played it when someone was trying to you know run a table or you know, yeah. show up at yeah. a casual night with a, a strong deck, and then he would sit down and just dominate. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Next one. Uh, I, I'm going to save the best for last year. We're going to move on to the Ninja Bounce. Oh, well, that was an insult to the Ninja Bounce deck. Sorry, there's one that's amazing. <laughs> the deck. Uh, I'll give you a hint, guys. It's called No Way This Deck Works. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only title he gave us. It's an awesome deck. Uh, but this one right here, uh, Deadly. I mean, Vela, the Nightclad, is the general, the, the, the only Dimir general that you should be scared of. Yeah, I only recently sort of, whoops, uh, hold on. I'm trying to call this up, and I accidentally almost opened this chat again on my phone. There we go. Nice. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, I believe she has Intimidate? She has Intimidate. She gets all her other stuff Intimidate. And I'd read online that some people um, play this uh, as colorless because then your creatures can only be blocked by colorless creatures because they don't have a color. Yes. Which I thought was fun. And then the other big combo is, of course, what this one is. Uh, whenever it leaves, the, whenever any of your creatures leave the battlefield, uh, each opponent loses a life. Uh, so you kick right of replication to make five copies of it, which instantly die. And but, then you have six <clears throat> triggers have six for each, each hit. For five. So everyone loses 30 life yeah. instantly. <laughs> so he ran, he, the guy who sent it to us is another longtime listener. Uh, he sent us the combos that are in it. So combo number one is Quietus Spike and Vitrus the Veiled, which is sure. the, the guy where you lose half your life and you lose half your life again. Yeah, you can put that in any deck. This one, I, I don't know if we stated it. It's, it's a ninja. one after another, or do they just kill you when that happens? I think one triggers and the other triggers. So I think you lose like three quarters of your life. Yeah, you instantly. So that's the first combo, um, which is a hilarious combo. Second combo is Vela plus Deadeye Navigator plus Cloud of Fairies, Peregrine Drake, or High Tide. I, I don't know if I've mentioned this, but like... Deadeye Navigator would probably be up there with cards that if they could just like remove from magic, yeah. I would be okay with. Yeah, be. The um, problem with Deadeye Navigator is that there's never a good a good play for that. Like you play it and it's not like you're doing anything fun. No, you're just going infinite like like with Peregrine Drake and you're just yep. like, oops, I go infinite. And there's nothing else it does. <laughs> like yeah. you can't play it casually. You can't play it fun. So this and, deck is like legit a bunch of Quasi infinite combo. Well, Dead Eye Navigator and Paragon Drake is just a straight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Vela plus Equilibrium plus Shrieking Drake or one of the bounce effects, which is kind of funny. Uh, you do need one mana per use, so it's not like it's it's uh, it's gonna go infinite, but it's gonna do a shit ton of damage all the time. 
Yeah, but once you got that Deadeye Navigator, you're good. Deadeye Navigator kind of ruins the whole deck, so I would just get rid of it. My first thought would be get rid of that because that's garbage. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then Vela plus uh, one of the casting cost lowering cards plus Cloud of Fairies plus Shrieking Day Drake to bounce it. Again, you're just going infinite if you're on Peregrine with a high tide over of mana. Peregrine Drake is also hard to play without going infinite. And then, of course, Vela plus Red Replication are his... Are his Which uh, is the one I mentioned. Yeah, so this deck, as he, as he mentioned, is essentially... Yes. Um, you'll, you'll notice I do not run Cyclonic Rift. That's a personal choice. <laughs> I thought it's because uh, the deck is a Ninja Bounce deck. I think he called it Ninja Bounce House. Um, so all it does is, like, bounce in ninjas for fun and then just bounce creatures because Vela caused you to lose life. So I thought he just wasn't running Cyclonic Rift because he couldn't benefit from Vela's trigger because he didn't bounce his own stuff, because he has a Devastation Tide. But that's because if he has five creatures, everyone loses five life, and he bounces the board. Yes, yeah. Uh, uh, apart from Deadeye Navigator and Peregrine Drake and the Cloud of Fairies, um, the rest of this deck is is hilarious. Yeah, it's a bunch of, it's a bunch of bounce triggers, yeah. and then, as you said, ninjas just to, I think, sow like, more chaos. Here, just straight Rexiel, the Risen Deep. Amazing one-off just in the deck. Just smash, here you go. <laughs> I'm coming in on swamps and islands. I hope you're not playing my colors. <laughs> yeah. It tried out a silencer. It's full of all the good legends sort of that go along with this really fun, like, uh, uh, Dimir. Eureka the Tiger's Shadow, which is a very odd inclusion. It's not being general because you know it's just going to die, like, immediately. Um, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I think it's only there for the ninja theme. I mean, in theory, when you see ninja, you think Yuriko, but... Uh, yeah. Yuriko is a very specific, like most Yuriko decks don't play more than like two ninjas because they do so much damage that the game's over quickly. Yeah. Uh, this looks like you can have actually a little bit more fun playing ninjas because the, the game's going to be a little bit more give and take and not just like, oh, I hit Draco off the top. You guys all lift, lose 16. You're like, that's not really a ninja. <laughs> Hey guys, I accidentally smuggled in this giant dragon. Like, um, like Yuriko isn't really a ninja commander. It's a top decks matters commander. Yeah. yeah so you just throw ninjas in because, well, it's a ninja, so I might as well. Yeah. Uh, the artifacts, it seems like he's trying to go Voltron y with this. Like the Jit, the Quietest Spike, the Dowsing Dag. Dowsing Dag is just a good inclusion, I think. Anyway. Well, Gives you a land. I would definitely put more rocks in this because blue black. He didn't. He wasn't running Dreamscape right as I saw, so he's not having any ramp. And there's only like four rocks here. Yeah, that's true. Signet, Power Stone, Key Rune, and Soul Ring. I would totally. I, I would. I would. I would run it like a couple more rocks, probably three. Yeah. I mean, the Jit is fun. And don't get me wrong. I love Umazawa's Jit, but I don't see its purpose when you're just going to be trying to bounce everything anyway. Um. I, yeah. Like, are you even are you even swinging with your general? I, well, it gives everything intimidate, so True. I assume. But like, uh, I, I assume that the the just go for a combo and try to bounce everything over and over again and kill everyone. Yeah, but I assume the jit and like the sword of the animist is because you've probably got an opponent who can't block one of your creatures. Well, the sword so, of the animist, and so you can get in and uh, get those triggers. Like that's his ramp, sword of the animist. But but I would keep that even if you're not like I have that index where it's not even. I'm not going anything with a creature. Like, I'm just, you want that land. Uh, the instants and sorceries are all kind of fun. Like you said, Red Replication is just hilarious with this general. Um, Baral's Expertise, another great bounce effect. Which uh, then, like, Sa Sakashima would be good to copy Vela. 
Sakashima, Vela on board, both of them on board, and then you write a replicate is instant death. Right? <laughs> 60. <laughs> uh, no, it wouldn't. It would be uh, like 30. You'd have seven of them six times. So you'd have 42 life loss. That's just that. Uh, but even if you just had Sakashima and then you bounced everything, uh, you're doing twice as much. Yeah. Uh, equilibrium. I don't know what Curse of Verbosity does. I don't know either, and I was going to look it up, but uh, I was worried I would wreck some part of our setup here. <laughs> uh, but the Biden Athasa coastal piracy. So he obviously has an attack thing. Uh, yeah, because it's because of the intimidate. You can get through. I just I I think that you got to choose which way. Again, this is one of those where we were talking about earlier with the, the lab man deck. Not as much though. This is one of those decks where I feel you have to kind of pick which way you want to go with Bella. Yeah, at the moment he's going bounce and uh, intimidate. Yeah, which could work. I don't know. I haven't played against the deck. I've never played against uh, against a Vela deck built like this. I've played against Vela, but it was tokens. Okay. Uh, Curse of Verbosa. Whenever an enchanted player is attacked, draw a card. Each opponent who attacks that player also draws a card. So it's just. Oh. Uh, that's fair. It's like uh, the treasure one. It's to encourage people to attack that, that exactly. player. Vela MTG. I'm just looking her up. Does she work with tokens? Vela, I think it's whenever something leaves yeah, the battlefield. So it doesn't matter if the token's not. Yeah. Um, yeah, the only other time I ever played against it was just straight capitalizing on Vela's uh, yeah. ability. The other thing that uh, this person mentions is that he's got some uh, unblockable creatures so that he can get the ninjas out. But again, having unblockable and intimidate, is is that helpful? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, uh, unblockable creatures in a ninja deck is is what you're aiming for anyway. So yeah, I have no I have no fault with that one for sure. The only fault I see in this deck is Dead Eye Navigator and Parry. Like that's just. I yeah. just don't like those combos. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, we, we sort of talk against playing them anyway. And put yeah. more mana rocks in because this one looks a little slower. This one, yeah, that would be the, the downside to playing. What's your feelings on this Limb Duels Vault? I'm a big fan of Limb Duels Vault, <laughs> uh, personally. It just takes forever. Yeah, that's the, it's, I mean, delay. <laughs> if, we were playing, if we were playing over Discord, I would definitely yell at a person for dropping them bills ball. That'd be yeah. like, shit up. I feel like we've there. talked about this, but sometimes our, our one is, is like, we just yell out that they're getting the delay of game penalty for the, the, the game because what they're doing is fine and legal. It's just painfully slow. <laughs> yeah, and if you're, if you're running if you take ball, If you take four extra turns and don't win the game, you get the delay of game penalty because, come yeah. on, we could have just all skipped all that. Oh, Familiar's Ruse. I did not realize. As an additional cost of play, it returned a creature control to its own yeah. target spell. Very good spell. Yes, that one's a, a surprisingly better counter spell than people give it credit for um, because you can bounce like a Baleful Strikes and then play it again and draw a card and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, no, I, I like this deck uh, apart from those cards we mentioned. He's got an evac, so that's a plus because that card should be in like, it should be like Cyclonic Rift, but it isn't. Yeah. Like it, it should be in every deck with blue. It should be in it should be in Cyclonic Rift spot until you get a Cyclonic Rift. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem is everyone goes Cyclonic Rift's better, but it's yes. because it's lopsided. But Evac is fair and amazing, and you should be running Evac. No one gets mad when you play Evac. Evac is a card that I run in blue and in like two color if I'm not going for 
aggro. I usually, I'll, I'll be honest, I usually don't run it in aggro uh, decks. Yes. But I run it in pretty much everything else. So, because yeah. it's just too good. It's just, it is. So yeah. To save your life. It's so good when someone swings and you're like, oh, get rid of everything. And yeah. then they have to like discard a bunch of cards. Uh, and, uh, I did and, that. And with, sure, uh, you got rid of yours, but he's playing bounce stuff. So it, it's super good in this deck. Yeah, this is this is that's a great inclusion for the deck. Like you said too, Devastation Tide, great inclusion. Uh Perplex, great card, sure. That's the uh, your hand or have your spell countered, I believe, is it? This this feels oh, no, like no. um uh just to get slightly off topic here, I I've always wanted someone to make a mirror gallery deck. Uh, <laughs> but the problem with mirror gallery is if you start copying your general and someone blows up mirror gallery like everything sort of falls apart but vela has that trigger yeah so if you mirror galleried and then just sort of started like cloning it it doesn't matter if they get rid of mirror gallery you're going to get an accidental right of replication trigger yes you are yep <laughs> because they're all going to die but then they're all going to trigger each other yeah mirror this you know what this deck would be fun with is like uh, a mirror gallery uh, if only it was in white and then you could run uh the the white blue card that turns every creature into a copy of that creature that you're targeting. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the instant I can't remember. It's it. an Azorius one. Yeah, yeah, it's an Azorius. It's the but it's the mirror. I want to say mirror make, but that's uh, the blue one. No, no that's it's the, something. It's like mirror weave or something like that. It's mirror weave. Yeah, yeah, it that'd be, be super awesome. <laughs> mirror weave, a mirror gallery like. Uh, well, hold on. If they change hybrid mana, you'll be able to do it. <laughs> we found our combo. We now know why you should change hybrid mana. We want to do this. That's it. That's the only reason you should change it. Please, MTG, listen to us. <laughs> because Vela will so be hilarious. It have to be non-legendary. So can't. But what you could do... Oh, no, but... Um, oh, no, because it's just the legend rule. It's the legendary legend. rule. But what you could do yeah. is you could run it with, uh, with uh, the, the helm of the host. Sure, yeah. Because that makes a non-legendary <laughs> copy of it. And then you yeah. just like, boom. <laughs> I think Spark Double also gets rid of the legendary clause. I think it does too. I think it says it's not. So legendary. you Spark Double Vela, and then you Mirror Weave or whatever it is, the Spark yeah. Double. So everything's a Spark Double. In response to in response to a board wipe, you Mirror Weave <laughs> Vela. <laughs> so good. All right, we should probably move on to the next one here. The best yeah, I do the best part about that. Is that it's everyone's creature becomes a copy of Vela, so you might just kill everyone. Like you might kill yourself too. Everyone just dies at that point. Yeah, that's when you start being like, "Wait, whose whose triggers are on the stack first? How does this resolve?" <laughs> How are we all? Uh, the next deck is Waker of what? Waker of Corpses, Gyrus. Gyrus, yes. Uh, this person sent us two decks, and we just sort of picked one. We did um, because I've never actually. Okay, no, uh, a buddy of ours does have a deck with this. I can't say I've played against it and seen it effective this looks way better this is this is a very effective looking deck uh, this because i thought gyrus looked kind of fun when it came out but i was like i don't know i think it's garbage but the best um, part about this deck is that it legit runs four artifacts <laughs> and one of them is ring of zathrid which is amazing like the one that regenerates is it yeah and if it's a black creature you put a plus one plus one counter on it at the beginning of your upkeep oh right yeah it so it just runs swift foot the ring Vivian's Arcbow, which is the X discarded card, top card of your library. Team. Right, but then you can put it in your graveyard. Yeah, I'm assuming that they would like X for a low number and put a ton of creatures in your yard. Yep, and then uh, they have a Sundial the Infinite, so that Gyrus doesn't sack it. 
to stop him from losing the token yet. Yeah. So, and then apart from that, it's running just monster creatures. But they're all like, um, a lot of them are uh, like ETB ones. ETBs are lethal. Or like giant Adiphage, which is really funny. <laughs> <laughs> like Rubble Hulk, such a good card. Well, that one's good because you just blood rush it yeah. to screw someone and then you can play it later. Rankle, amazing. R- Rankle's super good to get back out. I don't I don't know why there's a Perforos. That uh, one seems strange to me. Hornet, Queen, and Grave Titan, like just for poking damage. But yeah, it's it's not. He does have a worm yeah. too, so he's got a few ways to make tokens. Definitely. Yeah, that's uh, true. Combustible, uh, combustible Gearhulk's good. Uh, Avenger of Zendikar is super good to make a copy of uh, from your graveyard. That's pretty good. Back to draft Hellkite. Yeah, the one that gives because uh, it comes in swinging and then you gain flashback. Yeah, that one's yeah. pretty sweet too. The, the, the deck is full of. Yeah, there's a lot of tokens in here. The deck is full of token creation. Uh, Benefaction of Ronus was a card I'd never seen before, but I realized in this deck it must be amazing. Reveal the top card cards of your library. You may put a creature and or enchantment from them among them into your hand. Yeah, but I was thinking that. Bang. Yeah, this th- this deck you need all those weird green cards that are like look at the top ones and grab a land and put everything else in it, or yeah. because you kind of want to fill your yard with uh, creatures, yes. because then you can you can trigger <laughs> them when Gyrus attacks. He has a dredge one. I love it. Oh, shenanigans is an amazing card. You're it just is. like, blow up your soul ring, and then you leave it there, and someone's like, soul ring. You're like, oh, I think on my turn, I'm going to get that shenanigans back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, treasured find, really good card. I remember when that first was revealed, I was like, that's going to be sick. Yeah. really runs it, but I really like it. Um, he's got, a, he's got, it's a really good deck. Uh, it's really fun looking. Yeah, it looks, uh, it looks pretty good. Um, I don't know if I feel like the dictative earbos might be too much, but I think this is getting beyond like sort of themes. There's grapple with the past, another one of those weird ones. Yeah. Um, but I feel like with Gyrus, you either want to fill your graveyard so that you can cheat them out later by attacking with Gyrus, um, or you want to like play cards and be able to sack them and get them back with Gyrus. Um, and I think he's got a little bit of both. He does, yeah. Uh, yeah. And maybe that works, but uh, in my head, I would think. Uh, and I know we talk about, uh, like, I do want to make it clear for the Lab Man deck that we talked about, we we actually know that guy in person. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> so so this might be a meta thing for him. Maybe yes. he's, he's responding to his own meta. But it is, I feel, trying to go in two ways. But I think this general can get away with it. Like I don't Yeah, and then there's still, like, like there's an Impact Tremors, and I'm just not, I mean, there's an Abhorrent Overlord, but in three colors, you're not going to get an insane amount of Harpies off that. Uh, I'm sure there's reasons for all of them. But in my thought, it would be uh, go go more one way. Like there's a bitter blossom. I don't really know why there's a bitter blossom, except maybe he just owns one and it's a fairly good card. But it doesn't really match. The I think it's commander also, in any way. Like we were talking about with the uh, with the first deck, the Dromar deck. This thing has a really high casting cost. It could be yeah. cards. Like when you look at the creatures, there's like way more than enough that are above four. So I feel yeah. maybe bitter blossom and things like that are in there to sort of block early right yeah and that could be it is is that's the way to do it like faith is amazing in this deck uh win grace's judgment more people should be playing that card it is yeah. killer yeah, that's, that's an amazing card <laughs> it's it's like i'm just gonna go screw all my opponents over by destroying one of their permanents he has a Not bunch of instant effects too that he has like a sylvan might a wild hunger things like that that are boosting his creature as it goes and i feel that's to get a bigger creature back yeah 
Uh, so you boost Gyrus attack with him, trigger with like Wild Hunger on him, so he's plus three. Yeah. Now you Should can get that. a bigger creature. What about like Berserk and then a Sundial the Infinite? I know most people I don't would, like to say I would 100%. I mean, there's Fatal Frenzy and there's Berserk, right? Like both of them will work. Yeah, I would throw them in just because even if you've got, I don't know, a giant Adiphage and you swing and then you do it and it goes to your graveyard, well, fine. Gyrus can get it back, right? Like you're happy for it to die sometimes. I would also, I don't like to recommend this card, but uh, I would also run a, uh, a Seaborn in this deck. Because yeah. this token comes into play tapped and attacking, so you want it to untap to be able to block. Because all no, these things are monsters on the block too. Like they're not. It's not like right. But the problem is, is that Gyrus causes you to exile them unless you have the sundial. Well, yeah, you'd stop your turn for sure. Sure. They untap on the next player's upkeep, but that's that doesn't matter. Yeah, I'm just wondering if that's too many pieces of a puzzle here. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe. But uh, I would. I mean, uh, I'll be honest. I feel that Seedborn Muse, as much as I hate seeing it appear on someone else's board, it's a green staple in my books. So. <laughs> yeah, um, I'd kind of like the uh, the one that just untaps your lands because it's a little more fair. Yeah, you and your fairness. <laughs> That's why I don't win. <laughs> <laughs> you and your Tanawa fairness. <laughs> okay, that deck isn't fair at all. <laughs> that deck's funny because in like four and five player games it like can't do enough but like one on one it's actually super irritating to get through whenever you get to 1v1 I'm always just like well it's over There's yeah. it's like well he doesn't have a commander half the time it's like yeah but he's got so many ways to stop your combat that it doesn't matter yep <laughs> yeah. uh, Fallen Ideal is really cool if he's got the creature out and he wants to throw it in the yard that's a good idea uh, that's the one that I saw with the uh, the guy who makes thralls the first time I saw um, what's his oh, face oh yeah 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 um, someone dropped this and then just like made thralls and sacked them all and just like 21 damage someone that turn. I was like, well, that was pretty sweet. <laughs> that's, pre that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, overall, I think this deck is definitely effective. And like you said, we faced one in our, in our play group. I don't think it's tuned to this degree. Yeah. And in all honesty, I think this deck could definitely be tuned a little bit more in one direction or another. Uh, but I just overall, realized if you, if you scroll down through his list, he has uh, the objectives of the thing, the win cons, and it even mentions changes he made to the deck in the last month. Jesus. I think that maybe it's this, from the site itself. It'll just... Yeah, this, this site is really... Uh, Token generation through ETBs, damage triggered by creatures ETBing. So my, my favorite is the, sec, the second win con. What is? Oh, a strange damage. <laughs> <laughs> I assume that's... Uh, uh, Perforos, but I don't know what strange damage is. Yeah, no, like Warstorm Surge is what he's talking about, I believe. Yeah, that too. Just strange ways to damage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then a few big creatures for big hits with evasion, possibly with fling. Yeah, so I mean, it's what we thought. Uh, oh. it, it's a fun looking deck. The fact that it doesn't run a lot of artifacts would lend me to want to put uh, the in elemental in there, the Bane of Progress. And yeah, just it's true. hope to get that before you get your Sundown. Because the Sundown yeah, needs was, to survive. I was thinking there's no Terastodon in this deck, and that seemed like oh, a mistake. That's a gross one. Uh, no. the, the, the only problem that I have with this is that it's super dependent on the Sundown staying alive. Well, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't think it actually is. I think you want it, but yeah, I well, don't know. If you have Porphyroso, then you don't care. But other than that, you, I think you do want to keep your creatures, because otherwise you'll have nothing. Yeah, that, that's, I think, its biggest problem. But that's um, why I think, like, Worm Harvest, like, you know, 
pitch everything to your graveyard and then get bonuses off having crap in your graveyard, I think is a good strategy, but I can't, I don't know a bunch of those cards. Well, then you might as well be playing Marin. Well, no, because Marin sucks and this card is fun. <laughs> I'm going to build a Marin. <laughs> uh, yeah, you heard it right here. Play Gyrus, don't play Marin. <laughs> <laughs> we said it first, guys. Uh, no, overall, this is a really fun looking deck. I, I would actually really love to play this version of it. This is yeah. a, this, is, yeah, this looks good. That looks great. Uh, and right. then on to our final deck of the day, which yeah. is called No Way This Deck Works. I saved it for the last because the guy who sent it was just like, this is not going to, to function. Now, now uh, you're super excited, but I think my first note is, <laughs> does this work? <laughs> I think it does. I, I Honestly, I know he says there's no way this works. But when you well, look, this will be interesting because I don't think it works. I think, it does. <laughs> I think you're fine. The, there's a couple inclusions and dumps that we do. So, so we did mention this is this yeah, is mass. This is yeah. So did we mention this is Massacre Girl Voltron? Yes. So yeah. we're so, we're in a Massacre Girl Voltron where the, so the you're gonna pitch why it works, and I will pitch why it doesn't work. <laughs> uh, I think it works just solely because uh, you're gonna blast up Massacre Girl and swing for the fences, and she's going to kill everything when she hits play. Sure. So it depends on what you have over pieces. You'll need her haste in it. <laughs> he has so many equipments in this it's, deck. There's 31 artifacts in this deck, which is amazing. Between artifacts and enchantments, there are almost 40 cards. Yeah. Shades form, one of the best cards ever printed. Uh, I run it in throwing shade. Uh, <laughs> yep. So I think it just functions because he's, uh, he's, he's, I think it could be better. You could definitely up it a little bit. Uh, the, the, the weird one that I saw was this one, Midnight Reaper. Uh, whenever a non-token creature you control dies, it deals one damage to you and you draw a card. I would actually just straight swap that with the Zillaport Cutthroat that's missing from this list. Uh, yeah. I would just lean more heavily into that trigger, you know, of things just dying and you making everyone lose life and gain life. Like, I don't think you want to be the one losing the life. <laughs> yeah, I think it's in there for a draw effect. Oh, shoot. In his land, he has another artifact, Dousing Dagger. That brings yep. up 40 artifacts and enchantments in this deck. It's pretty good. Why Why do you think this won't work? Uh, okay, my first one is that Massacre Girl is more used as a board wipe, so you're not going to be inclined to cast it right away. Uh, the second one is, as you'll note in the, uh, that, that creature, what's that, uh, what's the, the bottom one on that list of creatures there, Brian? <laughs> yeah, any, yes. <laughs> why is wouldn't Yeheni work way better at what this deck is doing? Oh, well, I mean, we, we covered Yeheni in the, in the last episode. We, we did, actually. Yeheni is probably the most efficient mono-black general. Who just so so in my head, uh, this deck works because it's a Yeheni deck, but for some reason it has a Massacre Girl at the head of it. Um, uh, I, just, I just feel like Massacre Girl, if you're going... Here, here's, I guess, my thought. It's more of a board wipe commander, which is fun, but I feel like that Rise of the Dark Realms, uh, that's what you want. You want a board wipe deck that's going to destroy everything, and then you're just going to rip everything out of the graveyards and win the game. That, well, to think, me, feels like how you play Massacre Girl. Yeah, because he does have he does have, uh, he does have a bunch of bring shit back from the yard. Uh, yeah, and I think that'll work really well, but my, my worry here is, sure, Massacre Girl has Menace, which is, is better than people realize. Um, and you can make her big, but my biggest thought I'd like to know from this person is, do they find that they want to cast, do they cast Massacre Girl because they've got a pile of 
uh, equipment and nothing to equip it to or do they cast her and then just not get the the death trigger or do they cast it as a board wipe like yeah, which i feel that i feel that in a perfect world you would you would uh drop massacre where is this why doesn't he have swift but boots here is lightning grease which is the the worst to have out, actually <laughs> maybe it's a typo yeah don't uh, First tip, take out the lightning greaves. <laughs> yeah, lightning greaves is actually terrible with Massacre Girl because in a best-case scenario, there's no one else to equip the greaves to. <laughs> uh, so I'm assuming that the perfect world for him is he brings out Massacre Girl and he has enough mana to equip it after it's wiped the board and just kill someone. Yeah. Because it's a 4-4 four, four for 5 with Menace. If you give it haste, toss the Fire Shrieker on Like, he's got Fire Shrieker, Colossus Hammer, Colossus Hammer. It's a lot of mana, mana though. Uh, yeah, yeah. The only the only downside to this is that, and also, uh, I would one hundred percent get the hammer of Nizan. Yes, because that gives you the every yeah. other equipment. Uh, but apart from that, I think that this deck um, won't win more than it will lose. Oh, he has an Elvers plate too, so he's actually at forty one. Wow! Once he takes out that lightning greaves. Um, uh, uh, other ones. Uh, there's a Conjurer's closet. Yeah, flicker effects with Master Girl. I hear is really good. Not when it has four pieces of equipment on it, but yeah, that's what it is. If you can re-equip after that, though, like sure, if he got it on there anyway, he's gonna be able to do it again. So yeah, so I don't know. I would like to play against this to see how it works, but I feel like your first problem is trying to decide when to cast Master Girl is going to be tough. Yeah, this is um, like a thinking game with uh, which I don't think Mono Black does well. Like. Yeah. The timing with mono black isn't the great. You don't <laughs> no, need it normally, and it's usually not prepared to do such finite tuning. Yeah. My only sort of last note is there's a living death in there, and I really don't feel like this is a living death deck. Uh, because the, the deck only has 15 creatures. Usually living death is because you buried alive the best creatures in your deck. The problem. And then you, but that's not what this deck does. There, there's, I mean... It's running Micaeus, so it's getting shit back anyway. Uh, it has a bit of recursion. Yeah, I would probably actually trim down the recursion and just run Massacre Girl as just a straight up, you know, a bunch of token creators and then just run Massacre Girl with Bitter Blossoms and stuff like that to just start triggering the kill. Yeah, whereas I'd go the opposite. I would go uh, straight uh, Rise of the Dark Realms, Living Death with Buried Alive, yeah, uh, board, board wipe commander, get out, shielded. I would. Uh, here's what I would be do. gross. <laughs> I would cut. I would cut out uh, a couple of these creatures. I'd throw in the other, the other death and taxes creatures, the aristocrat creatures in mono black, yeah. uh, and then I would put in a bunch of token creators for black, and then I would. Yeah, well, I see he's got the clock bridge troll and stuff like he that. Does, yeah, but I would just run them on my side so they can block too. So he has bitter blossom. He has the Dreadhorde Invasion. I'd probably run like the stupid Thrall creating one because who cares? Damn right, Breeding Pool. Breeding Pool. And then I would just produce blockers and then just wait, cast Massacre when I have enough to equip her and beat the shit out of someone. Yeah. But if you can put enough 1-1 tokens on the board, Massacre Girl will kill everyone. Yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't matter how big El the Eldrazi is. Well, that's what's super good about any... Uh uh enchantment that generates them is because you drop massacre girl wipe the board but then those things start coming back yeah yeah and that's that's awesome well shades form too you i would throw that on like a blood artist or something like that and then yeheni i'd keep him in there because he's just gonna keep getting those counters i, I feel like he yeah he gets the counters and also he it out for that first turn but then next turn he's gigantic 
Yeah, he's also the backup commander should something go wrong that yes. you just equip everything to your Henny. The first thing you do right before you cast Mask Girl is you sack something to make him indestructible and then you <laughs> begin to go. Well, no, because... Oh, yeah, so someone doesn't just blow him up. But so yeah. someone doesn't just kill him, yeah. Because he'll get ahead point, of you'll him. Have no, you'll have no way to respond other than killing your general. Yeah. But, I mean, if you have your Henny and Masker Girl out in this deck, you're just going to equip the shit of, out of your Henny instead. <laughs> yeah. So, overall, I think this deck, I mean, I feel we're probably both a little right. Uh, I don't think it will work well all the time but i think when it does go off it will be an amazing thing to watch it seems fun at least but uh 40, 41 um, artifacts and enchantment <laughs> makes for a good time in my book practically a colorless deck <laughs> it's pretty much a mono black color deck. <laughs> uh there's no cabal coffers oh yeah there is there it is right there yeah is there an urborg there's not so i would definitely i, I assume i assume that's just a typo yeah, true. Or he might not own one. This might be made by what you own, right? So, Offers cost twice as much as an airboard. Come on. Hey, buddy. I don't make the rules. I just... I just oh, yeah. I would also put a tabernacle in this. In <laughs> uh, <and> a bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it there... Like, there's always, like, the videos and stuff of, like, cheap tech decks. I want to see, like, the opposite of, like... $40,000 tech deck. Yeah, yeah. I'm just like, what's the most ridiculous card that no one's going to throw in a deck that you can suggest? Oh, my God. All right. Well, that is uh, our episode. That's our final uh, final deck. And I think... Yeah. So, well, I, I want to talk a little bit about Akori here. Sure. sure. Because uh, uh, as we are, I realize, approaching uh, the May 14th um, release date. Isn't that the 15th? Or whatever. Do okay. you think they're going to release it? Uh, it feels like know. they should have announced it by now if they weren't. Yeah, you would think that, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think they should. Maybe release it online because there's really... It no is online. I haven't actually been playing Arena, but people have been drafting it in Arena. Oh, okay. Then I think that's all they should do right now. I mean, having the cards in hand is really cool and fun, but you can't, you know, apart from what we're doing, it's not like well, I can pop down to a local store and be like, who wants to play? Oh, no one. Well, that that's sort of my thought is that like standard's kind of hard to play, isn't it? Like, I guess you and your buddies could build standard decks, but. And then um, they're like, I would, if I played standard, I would just do what we do, except everyone else just watches. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you just run a tournament? I don't know. So, so maybe it can work, but like. To be fair, I'd love to run a tournament over discord if we can get enough people. That'd be sweet. Um, I think like, they should hold I feel off. like. I feel like Magic should come out with something that's like promoting, like, hey, you can play through Discord, like some sort of, you know, reach out to this other company. Um, because I, I don't know. It just feels like without, like no one can draft. And I feel like draft is a, a big booster seller. So it's going to hurt them. So I, why aren't they doing something about it? Yeah, I can't see it. I can't see it really uh, functioning that well for launch. Like this will probably be, uh, who knows? Sales may be affected one way or the other. Maybe people will go yes. and buy a bunch of boxes because they're just sitting at home True. brewing decks. <laughs> Completely bored. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they can use people come back. The price they can use their $1,200 that were going to last them 10 weeks, according to the government. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a shout out to our American listeners. Yeah. We are with you. <laughs> <laughs> we are with you. Solidarity. Uh, buy, buy the essentials. Booster boxes, twelve hundred bucks. Uh, um, a month. But the, but the other thing uh, I, I 
uh, curious about is, I don't know if you've tracked sort of like uh, MTG stocks and stuff of the price of cards. Uh, I feel like all cards are like going up in price because everyone's sitting around brewing them. Yeah, just ordering. Playing them. And the longer Ikoria doesn't come out, it seems like the worse the cards are. Like, I swear, every one of the Ikoria precons, <laughs> like four cards make up the like more than the value of the deck. Like I think that blue counter spell is already fifty dollars in what will probably be a seventy dollar deck. Yeah. And it's one card in the entire deck. And so the longer they wait, like that card's gonna be like eighty dollars. And then like what do you do, right? Because it's like when Teferi's protection came out, it was like twenty bucks. But then as people realize it was good, but the problem is everyone's sitting around realizing these cards are super good. Yeah. And so the prices are going through the roof. <laughs> well there's no yeah, there's there's no the the play test is all in your mind right now. So everyone's just like yeah every format every style and being like oh this and, here, and who knows if it'll work but i just i'm looking at it and i haven't really been buying I, like i usually buy singles and all i think is like god buying singles is going to be so difficult because all these prices are out of control like yeah um, it's pretty it's it's i feel it's uh i don't know like i don't know the answer to whether they should drop the set or not like it's weird it is I've weird bought, i've bought two boxes of magic since it started <laughs> you know like <laughs> two mystery boosters uh so just and the last one was simply because I was like I need to do something with it. sure like you know uh, and my wife lovely wife paid for it so it's oh you've you you just whenever I told you you lost the internet everyone's in love with you now yeah yeah they I, I got back <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so yeah the um, I don't know I don't know man it's gonna be weird I don't think yeah. They should really. I think they should do what you you were saying, where they should be a bit more proactive. Maybe start their own kind of thing on their website. Like, why isn't the company that's making a game that wants you to join and be like you're proving yourself to be just a bunch of money grubbing ass? Yeah, like they should be showing people what we're doing, which is. But of course, they're a company, so they're gonna have to partner with the company. They can't just give free advertisement to uh, Discord like we can. That's today's like, episode. Like, <laughs> brought to you by Discord. By Discord. <laughs> uh come on we could all use some money right now discord um but uh yeah just because i said uh you know uh people can play online um commander is a little more social so it's a little easier to play online uh one-on-one i think it's a little trickier uh but people can do it but i just i don't i I think i really i do feel and i've always felt that a lot of companies should actually be pushing like not just magic. We talk about magic, but like anything with a group, like sort of mentality or a game that's played in a group, you should be pushing people to play online right now. I, I think too many people are, uh, are, are planning for this to end and not realizing that, uh, you know, uh, not to get political, <laughs> but the idea that anyone in the United States thinks you're going to have a summer, it, you are on drugs. Like you, Yeah, I, I was talking to my mom last week, and I was like, you know that beaches can't open, right? Yeah. And she yeah. was sort of like, well, it's like, well, what are they, they going to put a security guard there? Like, how do they stop? I, I don't know. And it's like, <laughs> this is the reality. All of their, the province next to ours, for those of you who are in the U.S. and don't know what Canada is, the province next to ours already canceled all of their live music events till December 31st. Yeah. Atlantic, yeah. like one of the, one of the rock things dropped it. Like one of the, the new. Yeah. Things. It's like, like, can football happen? Not really. No. 
they're having uh, it, is hockey coming back because it didn't technically cancel? It's like no, don't even consider it. Baseball, uh, same thing. Like they're yeah. talking about having baseball in a park. I'm a big baseball fan, so they're talking about having all the teams play in one state, Arizona, for some reason. Uh, no fans are allowed in the stadium. <laughs> the the coaches and the players will spread themselves out amongst the stand. Nice. So you'll sit uh, you know, twelve well, feet away from everyone else, up just in like. Row D, seventy four. Like, well, like that's the problem with uh, like hockey is all the Canadian teams in basketball. I assume, or in baseball, I assume they just cut the one Canadian team and tell them they're not allowed to play. No, they go down to Arizona. And the, the plan is every team plays in Arizona. God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but the real problem is, is that once those players flew down there, they couldn't fly home. <laughs> no. Well, they're going to have to quarantine and everything. Yeah, you, anyway, you, I don't know if they're quarantining in the U.S., but up here, if they came back to Toronto, you spend 14 days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, that's uh, awesome. so. So we'll wait and see. But uh, I guess at the end of all this, I guess, is the fact that, uh, Brian, I assume our next week's episode is going to be talking about Aquarius set. Sure. Because it's, I guess, coming out, so we should probably do it. Yeah, we'll do it. And by next week, I mean... When God knows we- when. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully we can get on a better schedule. I know there's been delays, guys, and we apologize. This guys. one this one was my fault. Uh, I had to go deal with something. And uh, I, Brian and I were all set to record like four days ago. Uh, and I had uh, a family issue I had to deal with. So it, it, it got delayed. So that's why this week's episode is super late. Next week, we'll see what delays it. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, guys, continue brewing. If you want in on our ch- on our games, just shoot one of us a message or shoot it. Nope, we'll add you to the Discord. Uh, there's a fair number of people. Um, it seems well organized that people just go in and are like, hey, I didn't want to play. Or sometimes we're like, hey, we'll try for it whatever night. And then uh, it's good because there's just games open. So if you go to game one and there's four people in it in the chat, then go to game two with two people and start talking to them. Yep. Uh, And if you don't know how to set stuff up, send us a message at any of these things. Yes. So we are on Facebook, EDH Wrecked. Oh, I do. Oh, shit. I forgot to mention this. We got an email. One of the decks that we went over was from a guy who said he was, uh, or no, it was on Podbean. He sent us a message. He said, I just found you guys when I was searching for EDH Wrecked, and it turns out I like your podcast more. (laughs) It was amazing. Right. (laughs) I found that hilarious. Uh, So, you can find us on Facebook at EDH Wrecked. Uh, shoot us a message there. We always respond. We throw up some memes every now and then. Uh, nope. Make fun of people. I'm a pretty big troll. Um, yes, you, you are. Email us at EDHWrecked <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit up our Patreon. Our Patreon is patreon.com slash EDH Wrecked. Uh, we very rarely post things in there, but that's when we were doing our contests and stuff. That's where they were. We have a couple uh, of I, I think we... I think we owe a uh, Heliod when we can finally get one. Yes, we do owe a Heliod. Because it did, it did not get banned. Uh, is the it did not get banned, but then to be fair, no one played it for f- a month. <laughs> and now no one's playing it now. But yeah, we'll get that foil and hand it out. Uh, and then you can also uh, hit us up on Twitter, where usually it's Evan, sometimes it's me with the vitriol. But, uh, yeah. And we are on there at EDA Correct, of course. Yeah, send us a message, brew a deck, talk to us about ideas, uh, join our Discord, play games, whatever you want to do. So because we've been a bit behind, though, I do want to point out that uh, the first week, the second weekend of June will be our one-year anniversary. 
Yeah, we don't know what we're doing anymore because we were going to have a big tournament. We were. We were. <laughs> Maybe we could have a big Discord tournament. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should organize a Discord tournament. We could do like 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 noon to like eight. Yeah. We could have people sign up, figure out how many people, and just do like a giant. That could be fun. I think it would be good. Anyhow, we'll... Uh, and for we'll... anyone who thinks that we'll be free in June, yes. you're, del- you're delusional. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the end of our show today. Thank you for tuning yeah. in. And have yeah. a safe time. Stay safe. Bye.